Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 234. How to save 20% of your income consistently each year in your 30s by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. And I am Dan, your host here on Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today our post is coming to you from Philip Taylor himself. Philip runs PT Money. And the last time I read from his site, it was a really helpful post with ways to save money online, but it was written by one of his contributing authors, uh, not Philip himself. So this time, we thought uh, we would share a popular post that he wrote. And by the way, Philip is also the creator of FinCon, a huge personal finance conference where many of the authors that we read right here on the show get together. That is definitely worth your time checking out. So without further ado, let's hear our first post from Philip as we optimize your life. How to Save 20% of Your Income Consistently Each Year in Your 30s by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. Today I want to show you how over the 10 years of our marriage, my 30th through 39th year, we've saved an average of 20% of our pre-tax income towards retirement. In our worst year, we saved 10%, and in our best, nearly 40%. Not bad, right? 20% just happens to be one of the most commonly recommended percentages for retirement savings. Total coincidence, I swear. Regardless, saving this much money has led us to look at our balances and ask the question, should we stop saving for retirement altogether and start focusing on other goals, the mortgage, college, fun, etc.? I'm by no means taking a victory lap here. We're not prepared to retire early. But I do hope this article will give you a snapshot of what's possible over a 10-year period. There's an actual snapshot in this post too. Today, I want to share the why and the how of our retirement savings history. But first, some caveats. One, we didn't blow the other 80%. This is only retirement savings, not all savings. You can see all of our savings goals from a link in this post. Over these 10 years, we've also saved up for 20% down payments on two homes, paid for a new van with cash, started some taxable investing, and paid off large debts like our student loans and old car notes. If I had to calculate our actual living cost percentage after taxes, tithing, charity, and non-retirement savings goals, I would put it at around 55 to 60% of our income. Two, I became self-employed in 2010, which allowed us to open up solo 401k accounts and significantly increase our annual tax-advantaged retirement savings abilities. This, in combination with getting rid of debts, has led us to be able to save more and more each year. Three, Finally, I'm not sharing our income here, but I can give you some examples of what saving 20% for 10 years might look like for certain incomes, assuming a 6% return. Someone with an income of $25,000 saving 20% would be able to amass $69,858.21 over 10 years. That amount would turn into $224,044.74 over the next 20 years without saving any more. Someone with an income of $75,000 saving 20%
would be able to amass $209,574 over 10 years. That amount would turn into $672,134 over the next 20 years without saving any more. Someone with an income of $125,000, also saving 20%, would be able to amass $349,291 over 10 years. That amount would turn into $1,120,223 over the next 20 years without saving any more. So as you can see, saving 20% in your 30s will have you well on your way to a healthy retirement account. Why we saved the percentage we did. My motivation for saving for retirement in our 30s was twofold. First, and maybe surprisingly so, I don't like paying federal income taxes. Any chance I get to escape a few taxes, I'll take it, even if temporarily. So, when I started earning good money through my job, I saw my company 401k as a way to reduce my current tax bill. Sounds crazy, I know, but it's honestly a big part of my motivation. Much of this passion was driven by reading personal finance blogs in my late 20s and early 30s and being inspired by those stories, which is why I'm sharing this post today. Secondly, I value security, personal responsibility, and my independence. I don't wanna depend on anyone for assistance when I'm old and too tired to work for myself. Having a nice retirement savings will allow me to rest a bit easier in my older age, knowing I'm not a burden on my fellow man. For Mrs. PT, she's simply more conservative financially and values security even more than I do. So she never lacked any motivation to save for the future. She's frugal by nature. We didn't set out to save 20%. In fact, we've never sat down to determine an actual percentage. Our approach has always been about saving as much as possible and at a minimum, getting our employer matches and hitting our maximum annual contribution limits. 20% is probably a great percentage for anyone to aim for if you're considering building up enough savings to comfortably retire, possibly a bit early. But don't think you need to start out there. We started around 10% and I was saving even less than that when I was in my 20s. Just get started saving now and you'll find that as you mature financially, you'll want to save more. How we save 20% of our income for retirement. While 20% isn't a mind-blowing percentage of savings, there's a new movement of 50% savers out there, which I highly applaud. It is consistent and significant for our long-term financial future. Here's how we did it. One, we used the tax-advantaged accounts available to us. When I was working in corporate, 2006 to 2009, I used the company 401k and match, while Mrs. P used her 403b. When we maxed those options out, we opened up Roth IRAs in 2008 to place additional savings. And when I became self-employed, 2010, we opened up solo 401ks. Each account has different rules, but we usually were able to use two or more in tandem. Two, we automated our savings deposits where possible. Nothing has led to more consistent savings for us better than the automatic savings approach. It just works. If you aren't automating your retirement savings, go right now and start it up. Three, we save the increases. When we got more income, either because debt reduction freed up more money in our budget or simply because I started making more with my business, we always put that extra money towards more savings. We didn't let our lifestyle creep up to match our new disposable income. Four, we did a few crazy things. Over the years, we've made some sacrifices and lived an unorthodox life in pursuit of a more frugal existence. We've cut the cable, built our own furniture, done some DIY home repair, travel hacked our vacations and work travel, Kept the same car for 10 years. I need to write about this, apparently. Gone on a week-long spending freeze, and most recently, switched to a medical sharing program. I share those things to spice this post up a bit and give you a little something interesting to take with you. But my beliefs about frugality have evolved 
since first setting out to save money by doing some of these things. I think frugality is great, and the practice of it has led to a healthier, happier life. But frugality really hasn't moved the needle for us in our ability to save as much as we have. We've saved consistently because we've focused on number two above, automating our savings deposits where possible. It's the most important thing to do. Takeaways for your retirement savings journey. A decade of saving consistently can have a significant impact on your retirement. It's important to find your motivation, but relying on a system of automatic contributions is key. 20% is a great goal for those in their 30s, but you don't have to start there. Start at 10% like we did. Getting rid of debt and building that side income can help you get to your goals faster. What percentage of your income are you saving for retirement? You just listened to the post titled How to Save 20% of Your Income Consistently Each Year in Your 30s by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college? I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And there are a bunch of really helpful links in this post, including one that shows the one fund that Philip uses for all of his retirement investing. So make sure you check it out. You can find this post at ptmoney.com. And we also have it linked in this episode's description at oldpodcast.com along with this episode. While you are there at oldpodcast.com, if you sign up for our weekly newsletter, you're going to get some helpful spreadsheets from us. And one of them goes along really well with this post It's a retirement calculator that we built just for you and it shows when you can retire based on how much you're saving now. And that will be delivered to you automatically once you sign up for the weekly newsletter and join our little family. To do that, just visit oldpodcast.com or text the word financial to the number 44222. And that's it for this Thursday edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. And I will see you in the Friday show where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, 
the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.